This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody. This is Humble and Hungry, and I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Welcome back. We are back from our little week hiatus. Um, I am still congested, and I am still sick. I don't know what is happening with me, but we have so much to catch up on. Um, Just got back from Mexico, and just so much has happened. So let's just get right into it. Okay, so I am sitting in my car, which is now my new studio. Um, I just brought all of my equipment in the car, and I think my mother-in-law thinks I'm probably going nuts. Um, And side note, bless her soul. She is incredible. Handled Piper for three and a half, four days um, with the help of my mom. Bless them both. I mean, I feel so freaking lucky to have help. Um, and you know, help looks different for everybody, right? Some people pay for help. Some people are lucky enough to have, you know, family to help. Um, but help nonetheless. And people that you know are going to take care of your house and your children and maybe your pets or whatever. And it's just like, and loving them the way that you would love them and making them feel safe and, you know, that the house isn't burnt down and just, all of it. I I just feel so lucky to have them. And I was answering, I did like a whole Q&A while I was in Mexico, but someone asked why my mother-in-law staying with us. Um, And the reason is because she lives basically off grid and she lives in Oregon in the mountains. So the cool thing about her story is that um, her dad built the ski lodge where they're from. And it's just, it's really, really cool. Um, They ended up, selling it or you know the government now basically owns that area now but they had a bunch of land basically on the other side of that ski lodge and you could sort of see the lodge from um from her plot of land and so she loves it there and she's always had this dream of living there um and she's building this house this beautiful little um like log cabin house up there and um and it's just taking a little bit longer because just the weather and, you know, things are harder to get up there and people, you know, the inspectors and it's just, it's a hassle. Um, but she's such a badass and, you know, she's like, uh, doing things herself and, and freaking she's just so, she's so, she knows how to do everything, this woman. Um, but anyway, so three out of the four months, 
uh, or three or four months out of the year, she gets completely snowed in and it's to the point where she can't even plow her own snow because because she also does that but um it's just it becomes too much to get up and down the mountain um and her house isn't done yet so she's living in like this 200 square foot little like uh, not even cabin it's just like this tiny little hut thing um and she has like a little outhouse and everything and she bathes herself with like a bucket of water i mean this woman is i'm telling you just the the stories this woman has um and so it, so she basically is snowed in and honestly it's it's just really dangerous and it's just it's just no living conditions for her so so she comes out here and we've been doing this now for what, i think 3 years she comes out and lives with us for about 3 to 4 months out of the year <clears throat> um and, you know, it takes time to sort of get acclimated and um, and whatnot, which is totally normal. But but it's so nice to have her. And, you know, selfishly, we get to, like, go and do these quick little trips. And she's, like, more than happy to watch her. And honestly, I think probably prefers for us to be away sometimes because I think when we're all together, Piper only wants to hang out with us. Um, and it's like Nana who. And then when we're gone, she gets all that time. Uh, to hang out with her. So it's really been so great. And honestly, it's such, I I was telling her yesterday, I'm like, this is something that is priceless because you get to know Piper and you get to one day when she's older, say, I helped raise you. Like I was there. I, I got to enjoy your, you know, your, your childhood. Um, and not many can say that. So it's it's a really cool experience for everybody. Um, and I got really lucky. I, I scored with my mother-in-law. Um, just a gem of a human. And um, she changed her life two years ago. Um, has been sober. And she, like, is just, uh, just, it's, she has such a success story. Um, and, you know, she's been through a lot. So I'm going to have her on the podcast. I want to, I... I keep meaning to have her on um, because she really is just such a sweet, sweet woman. So um, we'll do that in the next couple of weeks. But anyways, all right. So it's a long introduction, but it was just all to say really how thankful I am to be able to have them here. My mom came and, you know, I gave her basically a whole list of things. Um, Granted, she had been with us for a while now, so she was sort of seeing our routine, our morning routine, and the things that we were giving her and feeding her and how we, you know, address certain situations and nighttime routines. And, you know, she was a little sick. So we basically got sick um, the day after Christmas with a stomach bug. I didn't get it, but Piper and and Riley got it. Stomach bug hit, and that was like a solid week of just like disaster zone. And then we got hit with a sickness and Piper woke up with like, I want to, I think it's pink eye. I thought it was a double pink eye. Riley doesn't think it's pink eye, but it was gooey and crusty. Like every five minutes it'd be gooey and crusty. And it, it was like glazed and red. What else could it be? I think Roberta was like, it could be like congestive, congestivitis. I don't know. Something with the eye, but it's the same thing. It's, it's pink eye. Got hit with that, which was no bueno. Well, she got hit first and then she had the runny nose and she had the cough and she was uh, like mild fever. And I mean, it was just like a mess. And then I got hit with it and then Riley got hit with it. I don't know what, what Nana's doing, but Nana hasn't gotten hit with it. Um, so 
we were down for the count for another week. And I was like, honestly, I don't know if we're going to be able to go on this trip. And Riley's like, we're going on the trip. So I was like, all right, let's just keep on taking our medication. So we took it. I had a, a virtual consultation with um, Piper's doctor and they had given her, they didn't, they weren't sure if it was an, an ear infection because it was virtual, which is so annoying, these virtual um, consultations. But I had to get a negative COVID test if I wanted to take her in and they couldn't see her. It was like a whole thing. So I was like, let's just do the virtual. Tell me what you think it is. And, and then we'll go from there. So they basically just gave her um, some over-the-counter stuff and then prescribed her some antibiotics in case she did have that earache and then it continued. And if her fevers continued to spike, then it was most likely the ear infection. So um, anyways, so we have all this sort of going on and we're like slowly getting a little better like a couple days before the trip. And so I had basically written this whole manifesto for um, my mother-in-law of just like, okay, this is what you give her in the morning and the night, all the vitamins, whatever. Um, It probably was a little excessive, but you know, it is what it is. So finally wake up and we're feeling Oh, the day before we felt good. It was like this weird thing that like it, once all the the sickness went away, um, it was sort of like a morning, like it hit us in the morning and at night. And then through the day we were fine. No coughing, no running. No, like it, we were great. And then at night we would just get like this like hideous, froggy sort of throat cough um, snotty. And it was only at night in the morning, but during the day we were fine. So we thought, okay, we'll be good. The morning of the flight, which was, we had to be out of the house by six, six 15. Um, Riley woke up with pink eye. <laughs> and so, and we woke up still feeling a little, you know, with like the froggy throat and we were like, fuck man. Well, it's just, Let's just go. We're just going to throw a mask on, go. Um, and we did because it was like, it, again, it was one of those things that like we were fine during the day. It was just the morning and night. I don't know. I don't know if that was the right call, but we did it anyways. So um, didn't get to say goodbye to Piper because she was sleeping. So we snuck out of the house and um, and then my mom ended up taking us to LAX, which is super nice because it's about uh, an hour and 20 minutes from here. Um, and then she, it was so weird. We So flying into, we flew to Mexico, to Loreto. So Loreto is, so basically, if you know where Cabo is, down in Baja, Cabo's right at the bottom. And then right before Cabo is La Paz. And then right before La Paz is Loreto. And it's right on the coast right there. Uh, super small, 20,000 people. Riley thought when he was like researching it and all that, he's like, this is going to be like the next Cabo in like 20 years. It's like a, it's like a hidden gem because the water's great. Um, and he, he was just like, this is going to be like the next thing. Uh, after going, I'll, I'll tell you my whole review on it, but let me just get back to this. So the way we found Loretta was because Riley was looking at his Alaska points. He had so many points and he's like, let's see where Alaska flies. And Loretta was one of the places and it was nonstop and it was only an hour and a half away. So he thought, this is kind of cool. It's way faster than Cabo, probably cheaper than Cabo because Cabo now is like astronomically high. Um, 
and probably less touristy. And, and, you know, he started researching it. There was amazing snorkeling spots and the waters, you know, in certain spots are like turquoise and white beach sands and all that. So, so that's how we found it. And then we ended up using the points and, and, you know, booking our flights and whatnot. So, so got to LAX. It's not through uh, Tom Bradley. It's Terminal 6, which we didn't know. My mom dropped us off at Tom Bradley and it was about four, three to four terminals down. So we had to make our way. Good thing we're two hours early. Um, but made our way down there. And uh, of course, you know, had a couple cocktails, celebratory cocktails before getting on the flight. And then Riley was like, I wonder if they're going to have champagne on the flight. And I was like, well, no, they I mean, you can buy it if we're in economy. He's like, we're in first class. I was like, oh, that's so nice. Because something about Riley is that he hates buying first class. <clears throat> he doesn't think it's worth it for the money. Paris was a whole different thing because we got upgraded for like a super cheap price. But normally he'd rather spend and he doesn't like spending a lot of money on, on um, hotels. He just feels like experiences and all that is way and food and like restaurants is way worth it versus like the travel there and the hotel because he for him I mean he's in the hotel industry so when he has to pay $500 a night he's like that's just not worth it I'd rather just you know get a good price through Marriott's you know whatever his deals are and stay at something that's nice but not like astronomically nice for the amount of money um I don't know. That's his, that's his way of thinking. I disagree. I feel like that's sort of what makes the trip, the trip, right? Like having a cool experience on the flight and like getting to a nice hotel room that's maybe on the water or has really cool amenities or a, I don't know, just, I feel like that's sort of part of the whole experience, whatever. He will fight me that, uh, about that till the death. Um, so anyways, get on the flight first class, which is really nice. But then we were, I thought it was a three hour flight. I don't know why. And they're like, we will be there in an hour and a half. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> that is real quick. Okay. So flight was super easy, like super, super easy, but our ears were popping because we were so sick. <clears throat> well, you know, not so sick, but like sick enough to where like I couldn't hear anything I was literally listening to myself the entire time I was like is that what I sound like <laughs> and he was talking to himself we were talking but honestly we were only listening to ourselves it was a very interesting um landing uh get there airport is super small um you know customs is right next to the baggage claim that's right next to the like it's all right there it's so tiny, um, but so easy, honestly, so easy to get in and out through there. Um, and we had requested for our car, um, to pick us up from, like, we had a, a hotel car pick us up. <clears throat> so I just planned that in advance. That way we weren't dealing with, you know, what their taxis were there. I, I knew it was going to be a much smaller, um, place. So I, I was just unsure of that and I didn't want to be stranded. So, or, or get, you know, completely screwed. Um, so we were the hotel from the airport is about 40 minutes, 40 minutes away. We stayed at Via del Palmar. 
Villa del Palmar. And um, I want to say that it was $90 for a one-way airport to hotel. Get there, get in the car. Of course, we grabbed a cerveza. We grabbed a little beer for the road. Get in the car and then head out. And I will say, so from the airport, about 10 minutes away is a little down. It's called El Pueblo. Their little, their little town. Super small, super cute. Um, I, I will say a lot of things in retrospect, I would have probably shifted our trip a little bit, but here we go. So we went straight to the hotel, Via del Palmar, and it is, like I said, 40 minutes away. And on the drive there, there's really nothing around. It is, it is desert. It it felt like um, Arizona desert, and um, apparently it gets just as hot out there in the summertime. So drive out there, and there is the hotel basically like on its own. It's sort of in the middle of nowhere, and I will say Loretto's very undeveloped, but as I was driving there, our driver was so kind, only spoke Spanish, but was telling me that back, because I asked him, I was like, do you think Cabo, and as I, by the way, I was Riley's translator the entire time, (laughs) but um, I was asking them if Loretto, if they think that Loretto will end up being touristy like Cabo, like the next Cabo, and he said it'll be like a sliver of what Cabo is only because in 2015 they were sort of um uh they announced that Loreto is sort of like a holy place because of like their missions and how old they are and um just because it's holy like a holy land um it's untouchable so I think whatever is going to be developed and and people who have access to to develop and buy homes and whatever that's it there's there is certain parts of it that can never be developed on the land cannot get developed on. So, um, so therefore it will stay sort of true to whatever, however it is now and, and, and a small development, um, in the future. So for them, it's okay. I mean, they, they basically, their economy is just pure tourism, but they don't seem worried about it. It is the safest place in Mexico. I think that they, they love, the people love that it's, that it's small and it's safe and everyone knows each other. And, um, they're just, they are the most incredible people out there. I will say so, so sweet. Um, anyway, so we get to our hotel and, um, you know, get greeted, um, by, sweet people who just, you know, you have basically like one concierge that's going to take care of you for the whole time. Um, we had really only planned golf for one day. So they have one of the best golf courses in the world. It's number seven in the world. Um, insane. It's beautiful golf course. And so we had planned that for day two of the trip. So we got checked in, um, escorted to our room which was you know really nice and uh had views of the water and I will say it was very quiet so let's just get to the to the meat of it um very quiet it was a little eerie how quiet it was granted it was a Monday and granted we went around the slowest time of the year which was January um 
and they had just expanded that hotel had just expanded. i think it's about 328 rooms i think he said 300 and some rooms and because they, they just built sort of that second they had like one whole building they just built like a whole second um expansion to it so um but still very very quiet not a lot of people maybe a hundred occupants max um and they were all retirees all older probably like 55 and older maybe even 65 and older um a lot of like 70s um just people yeah and a lot of members so you can basically be a member for the hotel um and have access to uh this hotel plus i think all their other properties because they have a bunch of properties like in puerto vallarta and other places but um so yeah, definitely an older crowd and just, again, really, really quiet. So we were like, interesting. And and mind you, we were deaf. We were um, a little tired and out of it. And we got there around like 2.30. Um, so, and we had already had sort of a beer on the way. <laughs> so we were like a little tired. So we go up to our room and we pass out. We pass out for like three hours I mean, we were, it was perfect. Being with retirees was perfect for us this trip. All we did was have 6 p.m. meals and we were in bed by 7.45 latest and literally sleeping the entire night and then woke up at like 7.30 and had a like breakfast by 8 or 8.30. Like literally re- like the retiree life is going to be great. (laughs) I love the retired life. I mean, it was a little boring, but I do love going to sleep early and eating early and all that. Um, so that day was sort of squashed because we slept and then woke up and went to dinner. So the first night we went to, um, to their main restaurant, which is like their fine dining. And it's called, um, Danzante, Danzante fine dining. Um, more expensive. It's like a seafood and grill and it's, you have some views of the water. It's really pretty. Um, but the food was super lackluster, like not great, like in no bueno at all. Um, I think our meal was like maybe 200 bucks, 175, something like that. Um, and that was only two cocktails and a lamb, a steak, a salad, and a soup. Um, so still very pricey, and um, but just really not great. It's unfortunate. Like it was a steak, and then like the veggies looked like they were out of a can, like that. It was like no bueno, um, and everything was super under seasoned. So everything in the in the resort had to be seasoned. Um, so that was our first night, which is sort of a bummer. Um, and I was like, I mean, we weren't expecting much because we know it was a small town, but, and like, it wasn't like what, reading the reviews of Loretta, it wasn't like, oh, this is like a foodie area. So, you know, for us, food's a big deal wherever we go, but we had low expectations. Um, but the staff was incredible. They literally were like, hello, Mr. Riley and Mrs. Natalie. I was like, oh my God, you're so cute. So super sweet. 10 out of 10 on the service food unfortunately was sort of a miss um and then we 
Oh, and they had a Michael Jackson night that night. So as we were walking back to our room, the it reminded me because they have like these resorts like this. It reminded me because we used to go to like Acapulco and Puerto Vallarta a lot when we were younger. And um, in resorts like this, like sort of all inclusive resorts, um, they would have a whole team that would basically like um, sit like they would perform like they would have uh, during the day. They would go to the, the pool and they would do like pool activities and then they would um, do a show at night. And they were just like like the entertainment for the hotel. And so I laugh because normally, you know, the waiter is also the cook who's also the performer. And like, because that's like how we were raised. Like that was just, that was it. You know, he was like, cook, like bringing us drinks to the thing and then performing for us. And then like, play, you know, it's just, that's like what they do. Um, here, it was just entertainment. So the, the entertainment crew was there every day, every night, the same crew. They were doing Michael Jackson one night. Then they were doing uh, traditional like Mexican dance the next night. And then they were doing, uh, they were the singers. Like They were everything. It was so cute. <clears throat> and so I think we saw like five seconds of the Michael Jackson. We were like, we're tired. Let's just go back to our room. Went back to our room um passed out and then next day we had golf that next day so we were like okay this is our day day two is going to be our day so get up we go down to um it's called the market which is like where they have like more like mexican food and um they sort of switch it up but they have a menu and then a buffet by the way are these details boring i don't know i'm, I'm get i got a lot of questions about loretto so i'm just really like deep diving into our experience that way you just have it all here um <clears throat> so if this is not fun for you at all i apologize we have breakfast there and we did the buffet which i have to say the buffet was quite impressive the amount of food that they had the options that they had um fresh tortillas and um a, a plethora of salsas and um eggs and you could even have quesadillas with like you know eggs or meat or whatever in it like fresh rice and beans like really good food um chilaquiles which chilaquiles are basically tortillas with sauce on them and then you add eggs with a little sour cream, a little cheese, a little onion, maybe a little cilantro if you're into that, a little um, a salsa. It's just really good. It's all about the sauce. Um, so they had all of that. <clears throat> so we grubbed, obviously, fresh you know, fruits, um, café de la olla, which is my favorite. It's basically coffee um, from, I'm blanking, it's like their... Um, from La Olla. ¿Cómo se dice La Olla? Oh my gosh. It's like they're um, like the Mexican sort of jars, right? Is that how, is that how, is it a jar? Oh my God. All my Mexican people are going to be like, what? Um, so it's like really sweet, delicious coffee. Oh my God. So good. You know, you could just drink it black. You're not supposed to put anything in it. Did that. We went straight to the golf course from there. So they basically take you up in a golf cart up into the mountains and then, um, and then they basically give you your, you know, all your stuff, your golf cart, your clubs, uh, sunblock, everything you need. They have everything. I think, uh, golf is very expensive by the way. 
I think all in, it was about $300 per person to golf. Originally, I was going to golf with him. It's 18 holes, which takes about four hours. Mind you, I know nothing about golf. Okay. He loves to golf. He goes golfing about twice a month. Um, and his back is actually doing a lot better, by the way, <clears throat> for none of you that are asking. Uh, <laughs> so, so got set up there. Oh, and then I decided, I was like, this is so expensive and I don't even golf and it's going to take us eight hours if I end up golfing. I'm like, I will just go with you. I'll be your little golf bitch and just like ride around, get us cocktails. I'll maybe hit a couple balls here and there. And that's it. That's all I really need to do. I'll be the DJ. That's so it was perfect. So ended up canceling mine the morning of and then get up there and grab a cocktail, get in our little golf cart. The weather was perfect. It was like 73, but like in the sun, it felt like 85. And, um, and then just like cruise around, went from one hole to the next. And honestly, it was beautiful. It was so gorgeous. Um, Riley was just, just tiger woodsing it all nine holes, the first nine holes at least. And then went to the back nine and he also crushed it. First day he did so well. Um, I, I posted a bunch of videos. I'm going to, I'm going to do a highlight so you guys can go back and look at everything. But, um, he hit one into the, into the sand and then like putted it out, whatever the verbiage is, putted it out, <clears throat> made it right in the hole. I mean, woof, guy did so well. Um, I hit a couple holes and, um, by hit a couple hole or hit a couple balls, I hit no balls. I mean, I really, I just, uh, awful, absolutely awful. I'm just not good. And, you know, it's funny though, because I had golf one time before and I actually crushed it. I was so good. And, um, and then the times that Riley would, would videotape me this time, I just, I mean, collapsed. It was awful. And then the other times I, I actually didn't do terribly. He thinks I could actually be very good, but you know. It's fine. Uh, definitely not taking that up as a sport, but it is very fun to just like go cruise around, put some music on, have a couple drinks. You know, it's just scenic wise. It's just so fun. It's so cool. So <clears throat> that was day two. And then after that, we took about four hours. And then number hole number 17 is incredible. It's literally right on the water. Um, overlooking the water. It's, it, it feels like a crystal cove in Newport beach. If you've ever seen it, it feels like that. Um, and the owner who Riley the entire time was like, I want to meet the owner. I want to meet the owner. He, um, has a house right on the golf course and he's selling it for $9 million. Oh my gosh. Who is going to buy that? There's nothing around. There's nothing around the hotel. Nothing. $9 million. That's crazy. So, did that. Oh, and then he's selling it to build a house right on the, on, on, um, hole number 17. And it's literally right on the water. This, this lot quite stunning. I have to say, <clears throat> so finish that, go to the golf, um, uh, clubhouse, have a little lunch. And then we go downstairs and we, what did we do after that? Oh, we got in the, um, hot tub, which was 
also looking the water looking at the water i will say the water there at the hotel was very calm and very shallow um, and definitely not turquoise. It was not what the photos were because what I found out was that turquoise water is basically on the islands. There are about five islands there that you can go to. If you rent a boat, which we didn't do, I'm super sad we didn't, but we tried to book it too late. By the time we booked it, the there was too high of winds and they um, were fully booked and they were not going to do an afternoon boat tour because of the winds. But um, apparently it's called Island Coronado. And that's where you basically can take, you can pack up a picnic, pack up food and drinks, and you go over there and it's white sand, turquoise waters, and you can snorkel, you can uh, just get in the, it's just apparently it's supposed to be beautiful. And then what my driver told me also was that in February, they have a festival, a blue whale festival. And it's basically when all the blue whales are swimming by and they have this big party and before you can obviously touch the whales and do all that but you can't do that anymore but you can see them and apparently it's the most beautiful thing ever so look into it if you guys are interested in doing that um it's in february the blue whale festival in loreto on i think the island of coronado um so they said that we have to do that at some point in our life um so we were in the hot tub and we went from the hot tub down because basically they have like a beach access from the hotel. So you walk down to the beach and they have a really cool little bar, uh, bar restaurant because I think you can order food there as well. Bunch of lawn chairs. You can kayak from there. Um, you can, you know, you can rent all that stuff. But again, super small, super um, mellow. I think there was like maybe six people on that beach. So, and actually surprisingly, a lot of little kids, um, we didn't bring Piper this time because she was a sick and B always gets sick on trips. And then honestly, when I had called, they were like, "Um, unless like your, your child's like four years and older, there's more for them to do. But other than that, there's really not a lot of things for them to do because they have like a kid's, um, like a kid's clubhouse, but it's from like four to nine or something. So she was like just a little too young for that, too young to go kayaking, like too young to do all these things. Um, so we thought, you know what, let's just leave her. We'll go explore it. And then if we love it enough, we'll not only bring her back, we can bring back the whole family and the kids and everything. Um, so day two, finally for us, we were like, okay, it's, it's mellow we like it. Now we're sort of starting to like not be so anxious because we're sort of like go, go, go people. So we were sort of starting to like appreciate the mellowness and the the quietness and the calmness of, um, of the resort and of the water and everything. Like everything was just like quiet. It was, it was just weird. And like we had done that at Rancho Valencia, um, down in San Diego, which is actually when I got pregnant with Piper TMI. Um, but there they had like yoga, like, classes and they had all these things which they do actually have that in the gym here but it was just a different vibe there is more like a wellness type of um hotel and here in Loretto it was just it was just a little different so um so did that went down to the beach uh again got a little cocktail hung out laid you know laid out 
relaxed, and then went back to the room, got ready, had dinner, and they were having Mexican night that night. So we went back to that same market and had dinner there. And it was um, also buffet, a lot of buffets for us. Um, And that buffet also was fantastic. It was really, really good. The food was a little, again, unsalted, just missing a little bit of love, the food, but like the options and for, you know, uh, having such, I feel like little access to um, just like import outports, I would say, like I was really impressed with the quality of the food and how many options they had. Um, They had corn on the cob, like the Mexican corn on the cob, right? Where they put like, um, like the mayo and the, the cheese and the chili and like the, the lime, like the real authentic um, Mexican corn. It was so good. They had tamales. They had, um, again, an array of salsas where it's so funny. Riley went and like, put some chips like in the center of the plate and then put like the tiniest of um of of servings of all the different salsas there's probably like 10 salsas and like so he's like we'll do a salsa tasting oh my god what a loser um but it was actually ended up being a lot of fun because we just like tasted each one and um and like burnt the shit out of our mouths with some of them our nose was running i mean we looked like we were just like uh, hyperventilating but it was it was actually very good delicious um, different salsas. And he, again, he's built, he's opening up a Mexican restaurant in the next two years. So he's concepting everything um, from the food to the design to everything. So he's just getting really inspired by, you know, Mexican cuisine and just like where it comes from and like the authenticity of it and the history and the story behind it. And, um, and so this is the first trip of many to Mexico. He's actually leaving to Oaxaca, which is like basically the food capital. Um, and it's where every um, Michelin chef, you name it, the best chefs in the world have gone to Oaxaca to learn basically how there's this one lady. I'm, I'm digressing a little bit. but There's this one lady in Oaxaca who has taught every best chef how to make the best tortillas. <clears throat> and it's one lady and you got to like know someone to know someone to know her to like get access to her but Riley not this trip but the next trip is meeting with her to learn how to make the best tortillas <clears throat> this guy's gonna be more Mexican than me by the end of the year I swear I have to just teach him Spanish now and then I swear he's gonna be like just killing it so the food was great and then that was it again we're so boring after dinner went back to bed, not like did nothing. I talk about this all the time, but if your new year's goal, um, you know, is to manage your budget better and save money, then you need rocket money. So rocket money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place look i know for us we are trying to really stay within budget and budget for us has been like a a new thing kind of where we're just really like writing out everything that we're spending money on you know trying to save money and 
Rocket Money will help you do that. Over 80% of people have subscriptions that they for completely forgot about. And that's where like, you know, those those random, you know, 20 bucks here, 50 bucks there, like that all adds up and there's no need to do that. So I know for me, when I told Riley about this, he was like, heck yes, this is what we've needed. I need just a place to be able to go into and see what we're spending money on. All the subscriptions, you can cancel them if you want right then and there. Um, it, it, it basically does it all for you in one stop. Look, over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving an average person up to $720 a year. That sh stuff adds up, okay? So <clears throat> stop throwing away your money. Okay, cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash humble. That's rocketmoney.com slash humble. Rocketmoney.com slash humble. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then the next day, mind you, we're like fine during the day and then again, sick at night and sick in the morning, which is also the reason why I think we were just like ready to go to bed. Um, but the next day we had nothing planned. So we like called around. And we're like, OK, like, do we go into town? Do we um, get on a boat? Riley was like, I mean, we could go golf again. Um, we could do a spa. Go on a hike. There's like, you know, that was sort of the plethora of things to do and the extent of things to do is what I mean. Cause you can go like snorkeling and, and uh, kayaking, but the water was really cold. So we didn't really want to get in the water, but we thought maybe if we get on a boat and go explore the islands and all that, it'd be really pretty to see. But that was not in the cards for us this time. But I have heard a lot of people say that it's the best thing to do. A lot of you guys wrote in that you guys love doing that. So we thought, you know what, let's, cause going into town was 40 minutes out of the way and we really didn't know it was in town um and we thought let's go golf one more time because riley was obsessed with the golf course and then go get a spa treatment go get a massage um <clears throat> go relax his muscles and you know his back was getting a little tight again so we thought let's go golfing again go to the spa go have dinner and then the last day before going to the airport, we can spend the whole day in town, uh, in El Pueblito and, you know, go walk around, go have lunch because it's like only 10 minutes away from the, um, airport. And then we could sort of say that we've did, we've sort of touched on it all. And that's what we did. And honestly, it was great. The third day was very, very windy. So golf was different, but honestly, Riley was like, I kind of like that it's windy. It sort of changes the landscape. Like, like now the, 
the the trees are blowing differently. The water's moving. Like it just sort of makes you feel like you're in a different environment weirdly so we were really really just like one with nature that day um after that went to the spa the spa was fantastic i have to say we did a couple's massage and you have an hour access um in within the spa and so what i love about mexico is that they are so um like guest oriented And they love just like catering the guests and taking care of them and pampering them. Um, It's something that I feel like the U.S. lacks a little bit. Um, But over there, for them, it's like all about the service. And so we go our separate ways in the spa. Um, They were having a a, a deal for two, I want to say it was like two massages for like 280. Two 80-minute massages for 280, okay? Um, And so we go our separate ways and the lady was like do you want to she's like here's your rope here's your thing she's like do you want me to guide you through the spa experience or would you like to do it yourself and I was like oh you can guide me that's great so she's like okay great so she's like I'm gonna have you rinse off and then and then I'll take you through so I, I basically rinsed off my body and then she was like okay you're gonna sit in the um you're going to sit in this jacuzzi for five minutes and then I'll come back and then I'm going to take you through each thing and, 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 and walk you through it. So it was the jacuzzi for a few minutes and then it was in the sauna with some cucumbers and a cold towel for about 10 minutes. And then from there you rinse off and then you go into the steam room for a few minutes and then from the steam room you go in, there's like a process to it. And then from the steam room you go into the cold plunge which I did very well. And Riley's obsessed with the cold plunge. It's like, it's really in right now. Everyone's doing it. All the health benefits are there. Um, Really, really great thing to do on a daily basis. So I was in there for about two minutes. Because once like you actually like, like zen out, the cold plunge is, I mean, just freaking awesome. Then from there, you go into a hotter jacuzzi, which feels like your skin's falling off. Um, it's quite lovely. And then from there, you go into the bath salts, aloe vera, vera bath salts um, situation. And so you basically get into a tub and she throws in all the salts, throws in aloe vera, and then she rubs aloe vera all over your body, all over your face, like just really gets in there. I'm like, okay, this is very uh, intimate. Um, but she said that it's fantastic for your skin and all those things. So then from there, you go rinse off, and then we had our massages. Super lovely, super great. Um, I squealed about three times. It's so funny, during, like, couples massages, like, I, I, I'm always worried I'm going to, like, just let one rip, you know, on accident, and it's just, like, everyone's going to know it's me, and it's embarrassing, and I'm just, like, mortified. So I'm, I'm like, but then after a while, I just sort of forget, and I sort of, I don't doze off, because it's normally very painful to get massages. I have a lot of knots in my back, but... um. Yeah, always on like high alert. You know what I mean? Just like making sure that like nothing's coming out. Nothing. But I definitely squealed. Squealed many of times because she really got into my back knots. <clears throat> but had a great, beautiful moment um, there and then got dressed. And then I went or then we, we went to um, dinner at the Italian restaurant, which is called Casa Mia. Um and during the day, that's for members only. At night, it's an Italian restaurant. Anyways, 
dinner was fine. It it really was not um wasn't great, but it was good. They did have one experience where you can get um a Mexican coffee, but like on fire. And they basically it's like um it's it has like tequila, Bailey's, uh the coffee, a little whip a little whipping cream, um and they light it on fire and it's a really cool experience. That that was that was very cool. Went back to our bed, fell asleep next day, woke up, packed, had a little breakfast and then um went into town to El Pueblito uh, or El Pueblo and we went to La Farmacia, which is the pharmacy, and he's like there's two pharmacies. One, which is the one that you need like um prescriptions for, or the other one you don't need prescriptions for and we went to the one that you didn't need prescriptions for they have everything they have everything from prozac to antibiotics to freaking like uh, viagra i mean they have everything and you can buy it all i think we spent about 160 dollars, but we got muscle like muscle relaxers for his back <clears throat> a bunch of ointments like topical ointments i did get an antibiotic just to have on hand just in case because we're mexican like that and that's what we do um and like a, a few ibuprofen, like stronger ibuprofens, like a bunch of stuff. It was so cool. And I was like, why are people not going to Mexico and buying all this shit more often? Because here it would cost a fortune. Um, so <clears throat> walked around. The little pueblo is very cute. Um, very cute. There's like a couple streets, really not much. A couple streets, a bunch of like little restaurants and bars, like this little area that you can basically walk up and like almost like they're a little pier. Um, and you basically walk up and down and there's like, um, it's like on the water. It's just really, really pretty. Um, and again, look, it's Mexico, right? Like not every, it's not glamorous guys. This is not like, you know, a, a developed place. Like this is still a little like rustic and, and, um, it, just really authentic though. And, and everyone is so freaking sweet everyone's so nice so we thought we had been hearing about this place called um el, el rey de tacos okay the king of tacos well it's actually el rey de taco the king of taco the, the taco king <clears throat> and um we we had heard about it and we thought you know what we have to go so there was a few places that people said to go to um one was mi loreto mi loreto um, that's one restaurant people said that they love, um, <clears throat> Los Olivos restaurant at, um, the mission. They have a, some beautiful missions, some like the oldest missions, um, 300 years old and really beautiful <clears throat> places like to walk around. I have to say, um, and, and then, and then the El Rey de Taco. So we were like, you know what, let's just find this place. And our driver was like, let me, let me just tell you where it's at. Cause it's sort of like off the beaten path. Um, cause the, I remember the town is very small. So it was basically like, there's like one main street and then it was like, you make a right and then you make a quick left and it's like right there. <clears throat> He's like, it's always packed. There's only two of them working. So there's sort of a wait, but they have really big, delicious tacos. We're like, all right, let's go. So we went, <clears throat> sure enough, very long wait, but they are hustling, man. They are making fresh lime juice. They're making fresh fish tacos, fried fish tacos. I'm they're sauteing everything. They're cooking everything. All sal, you know, the salsas are fresh. It smelt divine. 
Um, but yes, took a very long time to get our food. We almost were going to have to leave without getting fed because our flight was, they wanted us there two hours early and everything. And so, um, we were on a, on a time crunch, but, um, ended up eating the tacos and I will say they were like a seven out of uh, seven and a half out of 10. Not as great. I've had a lot of tacos in my life. A lot of Mexican tacos. These were just not it. Um, good, better than honestly, a lot of the food that we had had at the resort, but, um, but just not great. But I, I will say it's probably the best taco probably on, on land, right? Like there, but eh, I wouldn't like, I'm not dreaming of them. You know what I mean? Um, anyways, so that's pretty much it. And then we just got ourselves back in the car, 10 minutes down to the airport. The airport is super tiny. Um, I, I took a video of it. There's literally only three little gates and you have to like walk out of the um, airport <clears throat> onto the plane because there's no like real gates for them to pull up. They sort of just like, there's only three flights a day, three flights a day. It's so funny. We were sitting at the bar inside the airport and the guy, and I was like, I was like, how many flights are come out of here? And he's like, only three. I was like, wow. So you really don't have to work a lot, huh? And he's like, no, I love it. <laughs> it's like, I'm here maybe, maybe four or five hours a day. Um, so it was, but overall it was really great. Um, would I go back again? I don't think so guys. I'm going to say it. Uh, not that it wasn't fantastic, but I just, I feel like there's so many more places to go explore. I do love that it's only an hour and a half away nonstop. I really appreciate that. But I feel like, I feel like it's not, I, I'm not, I'm not jumping to go back is all I'm going to say. Maybe, maybe if we have like some downtime and it's, you know, quick and easy and we want to get away for a little bit, maybe. Um, but not a place that I'm like dying to go back to or that I would take my whole family to. Um, I don't know. I'm just going to, I'm going to say that. But again, super lovely, super safe. Um, and I highly recommend going and experiencing it. Um, that's for sure. <clears throat> I will say when we were boarding the flight, there was a, um, a girl with her two little babies. One was probably two and a half. The other one was like maybe eight months. And instead of having a stroller, she had a wagon. And I was like, that's genius. It was a wagon that basically folded up and it was like, she had all her stuff in it. She had all her bags, put the baby in there put the little one and the big one and then just like wheeled them through. And I was like, right, genius, genius. And then when it folds up, it's super flat and tiny and like not a hassle. And I was like, why are we over here overthinking this stroller thing and like having to collapse it and carry it? And like, it's genius. Maybe I, I'm really late to the game, but I feel like it was definitely the way to go. Um, all right. That was Loretto. I know I went into the nitty gritty, um, details of this trip. <clears throat> also, um, for the, all the other TMI stuff, I'm hoping we get pregnant. <laughs> uh, we definitely had, you know, our nice intimate moments. And I will say Riley and I connected and it was very beautiful not like sexually, like obviously sexually, but like emotionally. And we had this conversation that, um, like a lot of moments where we're like, like we just, we felt, we always fall so in love with each other on these trips. But I had a moment where, um, I was like, it's interesting how 
I feel like I didn't even know you back then. Like when we had Piper and like, like all of that for me, I feel like I didn't even know him. I don't know. It was so, I mean, obviously we did things a little backwards, you know, I only knew him a year before I got pregnant, but I just feel like if we were to get pregnant again now, it would be a whole different experience. Like I feel like him and I are so in love and we're so in sync and we're so connected that it's going to be so much, I hate to say it, but even more magical to go through this process with him. Um, and it's funny cause you know, again, TMI, but like, like having sex when you're pregnant, it's like not the sexiest thing, you know? And like, there's some men that like are super into it and like find a woman so attractive. And then there's some that are, that don't, you know? And I always said Riley was the type that wasn't. And I also didn't feel sexy. Um, but again, because I feel like maybe cause we weren't as connected, like we weren't as in like, not as in love, you know what I mean? And so, um, this time he was, I was like, do you think that me being pregnant this time, like you're going to find, like find it more attractive, like, because we're connected. And he's like, honestly, I think so. Like, I think this time around, he's like, it may just be like a whole different experience. I don't know. Maybe I'm not articulating it correctly, but we just had this like really intense moment of like, like looking each other's eyes. I think it was like on the flight, to be honest with you. And he's like, I just, I'm so in love with you. He's like, and I can't wait to be even more in love with you in like the next 10 years. Like, like and be even more in sync I don't know it's just a really really beautiful just a lot of beautiful moments and you know I think that we can get lost in the day-to-day shuffle of life because I feel like him and I had sort of been a little disconnected because he'd just been working so much and um you know being sick for two weeks and just like the craziness like Piper was home and she wasn't in school and I was like dying for her to get back to school because I was like oh my god like the days are so long like I love you kid but like being sick and like just having to like entertain her. It was just a lot. Um, so looked forward to, to, to getting back in the routine, but also I was looking forward to this trip to like connect with him again. Um, cause this is like when we just really, I feel like are in sync, you know? And I think that you need to be in sync in order to sort of come back into the craziness of the world and remember like perspective on what matters and, um, and just like how attractive we are to each other and and like how in love we are, how in love with each other like we are and like how like our future plans, like the shit that we want to accomplish and just like all of that. It's just so important. I feel like I always say this after we come back from a trip, like if you guys are feeling like a little disconnected from your partner or whatever, like just plan something, be spontaneous, get someone to watch your kids, like just planet even if it's for like 24 hours get away like I I am a different I vacation Natalie is so different than day-to-day Natalie I am I feel more confident on vacation I feel sexier on vacation I feel way more chill less um OCD and less like anxious and you know I feel like when I'm at home I am constantly picking up cleaning in this in this zone like I don't take care of myself as much like as far as like looks wise like I just I don't feel as great I don't I don't I feel like I'm not I don't know I there's something about vacation mode that I'm like I need to bring this back home I need to feel sexier at home I need to like get myself together and and just be a little bit less neurotic and like be more chill and go with the flow and like I I love 
vacation, Natalie. I'm a good time. And I feel like I want to be a good time at home all the time. So I, I just got to like, it, it's just a good reminder. So maybe you guys, you guys need that, right? A little just like vacation you, you know, bring that home. Um, all right. I love you all. I'm going to have a second episode um, this week because I didn't have one last week for you. So stay tuned for another episode this week. I love you all. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting. If you haven't, please just go give me a little a little five-star click. You don't even have to write anything. I mean, if you do, that'd be fantastic. Um, but you don't have to. And a quick five-star under Apple Podcasts. Just go in there. Give me a quick little a quick little click. Um, it means everything to me. It's the only way that I can keep doing this. I really have had so many negative thoughts the past um, the past few weeks of just like maybe I should stop the podcast. Maybe it's done. Maybe I'm I'm done talking. Maybe no one's interested. You know, it's like all the negative shit that like goes through your mind of like I'm not good enough. You know, all those things. And I just feel like I gotta get out of my head. I gotta just. I read this book. <clears throat> I'm reading this book. I am reading I literally just opened the book today and I read the first three pages but I'm already hooked and I'm going to talk to you guys about that next week or not next week next podcast um this week but uh it's I need to start changing the way that I'm thinking um because it's so important and it's going to make or break me and I can already feel it um because I'm, I was going down a deep dark path in my head and it was not the chain reactions were not good, right? I wasn't get, I wasn't motivated. I wasn't, um, I just, I was thinking that I wasn't, again, I wasn't good enough. And I think that's like the worst thing that you can, you can do to yourself. So I just feel like a little, a little rejuvenated coming back from this trip. And I need to, I need to maintain that. I need to continue that. Um, it's like that, that post New Year's adrenaline, right? Everyone's like, I want to make a change. And then, you know, a month into it, you're like, huh, what change? You're like the same person. Um, it's it's just like those small little things that I have to start doing because I'm I'm getting really really negative in my in my thoughts and I need to change that. So, um, you know, I, I took a hiatus sort of from Instagram. I was I was just not a hundred percent myself. I feel like I was a raging bitch um, the past month. And again, I just need to like center myself and get my shit together and and know that I'm not crazy. I'm not alone. And we're going to be good. We're going to be good. So, um, that was all coming from, give me a five star. <laughs> that was not, that was not trying to make you feel bad. Not a pity party, just an honest party over here. Um, anyways, that's all for today. I love you all. Thank you again for being here. Remember guys, stay humble, stay hungry, and I will see you all again this week. All right. Bye guys. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.